Welcome to The Age of Stories, a podcast about stories from the people of the 21st century. We are broadcasting over Twitch every Sunday at 7 p.m. Central Time and are open to answering questions from chat during the show. I'm your host, Frozen Fallout, and my co-host here is Motorori, who helped me create a 40-person, four-table Gen Con event, as well as our Crossing Darkness podcast. How's it going this week? Uh, pretty good. Uh, as everybody can see, uh, I'm actually over at your house this week, uh, and today we will be interviewing Samson, who hosts the Strength and Gaming podcast and plays the infamous character of Gwenevic Kenyon in a spaceship MMORPG called EVE Online. Uh, why don't you go ahead and start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, Samson? Wow, infamous. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, well, I personally love whiskey. Um, I love video games. I love talking about video games. I love drinking whiskey and talking about video games. You see that that's the transition. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I just... I've been addicted to MMORPGs since the 90s. Um, I, th I think, yeah, because MUDs came out around then and then uh, quickly moved to EverQuest. Um, I still play... EverQuest was the, the first 3D like um, MMO that I ever played. And um, I had such fond memories of it at the time when I was a teenager. So I still play occasionally the uh, Project 1999, um, which is basically vanilla EverQuest uh, in its original, like w with a couple of fixes or whatever. But like it's it's a beautiful thing, and you know I I I like in general I am a PvP head. I am an adrenaline junkie. I love PvP the pvp where i actually get to kill people <laughs> um i've played so many different games in pvp and did that start the in the muds that you were doing did you did you do pvp in the muds i know i didn't do pvp in the well that's yes technically but it was <laughs> other people killing me it was just, it was me being murdered and because i had no fucking idea back then what it was going on like my pvp actually started after everquest um I, I want to say, say EverQuest had some pretty good PvP servers. It did, but I didn't play PvP on EverQuest. Like I just played on the fucking Care Bear servers, and I loved it. And I still, I still play uh, as a Care Bear on EverQuest. I, I, I've never been interested in the PvP in it. But my first like true PvP experience was uh, my undead rogue on WoW. Uh, her name was Muerta Negra, the Black Death. She had over 30,000 player kills, I think, when I retired, when I stopped playing. Uh, <laughs> wow. So, like, I have a history of liking to kill in video games. I, I really like Dead by Daylight because it's it's a, a asymmetrical and you get to be the killer. Um, and so nobody can kill you. All they can do is try to get away. And I've... I reached red ranks pretty quickly in uh, rank one in, in, in the killer scene on Deep Dead by Daylight. So like, and, but I think also the only thing I was going to say, the only, only PVP I think that even comes really like close to Eve for me, it was probably Dark Souls. Um, mm -hmm. A lot, I did a lot of Dark Souls PVP invasions and stuff like that. And I just, I, I guess, I guess more than MMOs, I'm addicted to PVP. <laughs> Is that the, the main thing you look for when you look into a game is whether or not there's there's an aspect of PvP? Is there any games that you're playing that don't have PvP that you're kind of absolutely. addicted to? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I, um, actually, it's another thing, like, it's another one of these games. So I, I really like Seven Days to Die because I'm also a huge survival horror and survival game type person. And there is PvP, in, but I don't I don't care for it. I don't want to do PvP. The, the most I did was I think I shot Sal in the head once at the end of a stream when we were playing the co-op. I just like just like shot him for no reason. Um, but like I I like in a game like that the PVE is is entertaining enough, and I just I play those types of games to relax. You know, just let me go kill some zombies and hang out or or co-op with my wife. Um, just 
games where I co-op with my wife, I don't generally play any PvP, and Seven Days is one of those. Valheim was another one of those. A lot of survival, we play a lot of survival games. Uh, don't Starve was a really good one too. Um, but, so, I don't, PvP is like, as long as I get my fix with something, I also it allows have, you to to do other yeah, things. I, I like I had I, I also like to explore video games and I like to survive and I like to build bases in video games. Mm -hmm. um, base building is one of my huge things. My wife hates base building, so she'll just go out, you know, and hunt and gather and kill things and whatever while I build this amazing base. She's <laughs> she's happy bringing home the bacon while I make the home itself <laughs> in those game in, in those types of games. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, Strength in Gaming. How did you, uh, so you started up a podcast. When did that start get going? And uh, tell us a little bit oh. about what, what that's all about. Lord, it's been almost 10 years now. Um, I started with um, my best friend, Sal, and he's still going strong as one of the main hosts um, of Strength in Gaming. And um, I just... I, I was like, I, I have to do something with video games. I have to, my passion is video games. Um, so I want to talk about them. I want to write about them. I started strengthengaming.com and I, Sal and I started writing um, articles for it, reviewing games and stuff and doing retro pieces and, and, and music. I, I'm a huge, huge video game music nerd as a music nerd and an audiophile myself. Um, so, we, we did a lot of that stuff and then and then I met this guy at my job Bubba Bubba was uh, um, self-proclaimed he's a little bit on the spectrum and he's a really cool dude and he just will talk your ear off about anything related to any video game I think the first thing that happened was I literally started falling asleep at his desk while he was talking about uh, that noir game I forgot what it's called um, it was like a, a detective. L.A. Confidential. Um, L.A. L.A. Noir. Yeah. It was L.A. Noir, um, and he just like told me so much stuff, and I was like, "Dude, crazy!" And then uh, we had like a little gathering um, at my place after we had been all been a bunch of my friends and them been writing for the show, and then Bubba was just telling these stories, and I was like, "Dude, this shit is gold. This needs to, your voice needs to exist out." in the world and so i created strength in gaming with sal and bubba and um bubba was you know he had done radio and stuff before you know with his buddies and and, and, and things like that so he was like our training wheels when we got started and then i met cat cat mcguire um strength in cat on twitch uh at a chiropractor's office she was the office administrator and she had um Link's bow tattooed on her wrist. So when she handed me the form to fill out my chiropractic shit, I was like, "Is that what I think it is?" <laughs> <laughs> and she has, uh, she has, um, Lion, was it Lionheart from Final Fantasy VII, on her ankle and like a bunch of video game tattoos. And I was like, I just, I, we had just had I think ten episodes, and we recently had like the first female guest ever, Aaron, music, gamer music Aaron, was on our show, and I was like, um you should listen to our show and she did and then she started getting kind of obsessed with it and we would talk about the show every time i was over there and then i just invited her on the show and the rest is history she's been a host for like six or seven years so um wow and we recently we brought on subliminality and of course we have eddie eddie vargas is eddie's like our creative director and he also is a host um and devin 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 motherfucking steel our resident horror expert um, we just kind of grew, like I met all these people and it just kept growing and it's still growing now. Um, in fact, I think we're going to have, uh, uh, spoilers. I think we're going to have, um, Frozen here, uh, on our next Bean Boozled uh, yeah. live stream. Yeah, I'm totally excited for that. I'm going to get that, uh, get that purchased and then, uh, Don't be, don't, I, don't be excited. I mean, bes though. besides... I mean, besides the eating of the beans, um, <laughs> like this is going to be huge because I'm going to probably spit out every single one of them and have a horrible reaction. Like, like I, I hate <laughs> things that taste bad. Like, I'm... yeah, that was cat. I mean, you'd be fine. She'll be, she'll be happy that she'll be, um, maybe, maybe find that commonality. <laughs> 
But yeah, and then you but, play yeah. uh, murder uh, mystery with that, or murder uh, uh, trivia. Oh yeah, we did uh, murder hotel or whatever, where it was the it was the the Jackbox trivia, and um, basically our rules are you only have to eat one bean if you win, um, whereas everybody else has to eat two, and and it worked out pretty well. <laughs> um, but I was at the end of the first stream. I was I was kind of disappointed that I never got like vomit or something that was really terrible. So at the end, I ate two, two beans together because I was just like, I'm just gonna do it. And and it was a it was a mistake because those beans were vomit and spoiled milk, um, and mixed together was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I survived, but Jesus, it tasted that I tasted that because um, we went to stream. We went to stream Eve immediately after that. Um, and I was like, I drank like an entire bottle of wine. And it wasn't until like after our stream, I had eaten like a bowl of cereal that the, the taste finally went away. I was like, Ugh. it lingers, man. It, it does. Yeah, I'm going to have to prepare for that. Um, yes. <laughs> how, how long have you guys been doing that? The Bean Boozled thing, brand new. We just started it. So it was actually um, uh, sub Subliminality and Kat's idea to start this because um, before that, uh, I suggested that we do the Death Nut Challenge, which we did. We did the um, the uh, Death Nut Challenge. I think it was like 2.0. So I think they're already on like four an hour, some bullshit. But Kat did not participate in that. And I think she wanted something that she could participate in because that... that that shit was not for the faint of heart. I mean, like, the last nuts had, like, 15-plus million Scoville crystals on. So it, it was eating pep. It was eating powdered pepper spray, okay? That was that was a mistake, but also amazing. Hey, Joe um, Bain. And so, Joe Bain in, uh, in, in chat. Holy shit, Joe Bain. What is up, sir? I'm, I I'm love gonna get, you. I'm going to get Joe Bain onto the show and have him tell us the, the story of, of Joe Bain again and this time for the we've had him already on crossing darkness but uh oh, need there's to watch more that episode. cool stories definitely to be had for sure uh, just like we we had gwen on and now gwen has a whole new story to tell us actually yeah. which is interesting because before you told us about how you were in intelligence and stuff like that right you were yep uh, i started out as a lowly intelligence officer for the sma in null um i think it was um Pure blind around that area. Fade, pure blind. Oh no, we lost. Uh, uh, We're having Mike. <laughs> Mike, uh, his, his, uh, <laughs> his computer fell asleep and then it, like, it, then it went. Because oh. <laughs> so, yeah. he's using that to, to be able to yeah. hear what's going on and we're using one. Oh, mic. okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. We were trying um, to figure out a good way to do that, and uh, yeah, for some yeah, no, it's a it, it, dude. I feel pretty bad as a podcast. Technology on this show. As as a podcaster, dude, I've had you. I've lost episodes. I've lost insane. episodes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Gwen started off as a as a intelligence officer, and um, I ran intel for. Um, Red Horse uh, Expeditions, Red Horse Expeditions. And that's where I met Doc. Doc, who's on most of our streams. Um, back then, he was, I think it was Tacky and, and Captain Column or something like that. But um, I, I, I fooled around with PvP directly a couple of times. And maybe I got a kill, definitely lost. An, I think the, my first huge loss was in a stero so joe you can uh relate <laughs> it wasn't anywhere near as blingy as as yours but um i lost in a stero and, and didn't really get much into pvp at the time but i was told that my intel may have contributed to a lot of deaths but uh gwen personally did not see any of those deaths and she's always had a lust for blood and you know never really been able to scratch the itch so well solo um, yeah so and that that was about the time that i i uh, met up with you through facebook we had uh, just put out a post that said hey if you got a story to tell yeah. um come on to my my crossing darkness podcast and uh yeah, and that's when i came on and told that story 
yeah, so things have been getting pretty successful, so we started up a new uh, age of stories where I just want to get the stories from people and not have to relate it to darkness, yeah. crossing darkness, which is pretty much our oh, World this... of Darkness podcast, which we're still keeping. It's still going to be pretty dark. I mean, there's a lot of murder going on. Some stories are going to be, some stories are going to be still pretty, pretty dark. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, so then um, you ended up uh, coming out and hanging out with me a few times. Yeah, uh, in game you you gave me you gave I made I made a um, an alt that was um, an alpha account M, and uh, we'll just call her M for <laughs> uh, spy purposes. Uh, <laughs> not I'm not a spy, by the way. That's one of my that's one of Gwen's titles. Not a spy, um, but. Uh, M, you gave her a bunch of Atrons, I think, and we just went out and did shit in the Tauros and Tama and um, Kadama and places like that. And and we got some some of that shit's in my channel trailer for Twitch for Strength and Samson. Um, I I just you know it was it was like the first I think of the the first night I was like, dude, I've I've killed more people the first night with you than I had ever, you know, and it was like, we got like a few kills or whatever. And then it started to exponentially increase per stream, I think. Um, but then, uh, uh, you and doc, I think, I think you may have convinced doc to move out already to Natoras with you guys before me. Yeah. The sh <laughs> because he started sharking and, uh, yeah. And uh, so can like, you, can I you explain that... to the audience what, what sharking is. Sharking is uh, taking a cloaky uh, ship. In this case, it's usually a Tech 3 cruiser, um, strategic cruiser. And in, in my case, it's a, a Legion. And Sharking is basically, it's it's mostly hunting like miners and explorers um, and people that are the least to expect that this thing's just going to appear because I've one-shot so many poor magnates and anathemas and and heliosis and shit like that just like boom oh shit that was 100 million right there they had a lot of shit in their hall <laughs> but sharking is basically just like you know preying on whatever you know you can easily kill uh and sometimes more than that i think i think i've i got like a you know cruisers and stuff too but just just you know it's all about the advantage, right? Like, because in a lot of cases, in some cases, because I've killed some things that could have killed me, but they didn't know I was going to show up, and they were already fighting something, or you know, like a lot of a lot of those sharking events can be pretty sad when you expect a fight and they don't even fight back. <laughs> <laughs> when you get something that can actually fight back, I think it was a long time. I think I got a Drake once while I was sharking before I moved out. Um, to Natoros, but in like back in Amar, and I just I warped in, and unfortunately for him, he did not. It was it was a gated thing. He did not leave the gate he, in the beacon. He was just right there. So just tackled and killed him. It took a little while because it was a Drake, so it had some tank. <laughs> <laughs> had to hold him down, and, and uh, yeah, and he, he didn't but fight he didn't, back with the with. No, the, he didn't fight back. I wonder if he had to have just, like. He was just away from his keyboard, maybe? No, he well, was there because he was fighting rats. <laughs> was it a bot, maybe? Maybe it was a bot. No, it wasn't a bot. No, he, he activated my kill right immediately afterwards. <laughs> Speaking of kill rights, I think I had like one or two before I moved out to Notorious. Now I have like two pages of kill rights. Like, and I just keep and that goes scrolling. away after a little while. Everybody just wants, yeah. And I'm, I mean, yeah. That's just, that's just the recent ones. I think they last a month. Hey, Warlock, um, how's it going? Yo, got, Warlock, uh, what is up? We're talking about uh, Gwen and uh, how she became the protector of Notorious. So this, uh, this started happening when, or Guardian, sorry, Guardian, Guardian of Notorious. Guardian yeah. of Notorious. Um, so. You started uh, noticing uh, something interesting happening when you moved to Notorious. Can you tell us a little bit about the infestation that you you discovered and and some of the ways that oh. you discovered to fight the infestation? Yeah. So one of the things that I, um, as a former intelligence officer, because I'm not a spy, um, 
As a former intelligence officer, I I started gathering intel on everybody that would basically come into my system or this. I'm sorry, Notoras. <laughs> my system. <laughs> hey, I, get, I had somebody ask permission to come into Taurus the, the other day. Like, they legitimately asked, is it okay? Can I come into Notoras? And I was like, yeah, I'm not camping it right now. But um, I, uh, I, I gathered intel and realized that there were these coercer bots that just would, they were usually not, um, so we do a lot of faction warfare. So one of the things that, that, uh, Frozen, you introduced me to was faction warfare with M and then I brought Gwen out after you guys finally convinced me to come out and I started immediately gathering intel through myself or through Doc, you know, however, however I can get the information. Like Doc has like all the bookmarks and shit that I use, like... It's really nice having your system mapped out and just being able because I have home field advantage in, in right. Toros <laughs> because I know everything and where everything is almost always. Um, and that's one of the biggest keys about Eve. But these these bots, they were, there were a lot of telltale signs that it was a bot. It would always be a coercer. It would always be fit exactly the same and cost the same amount of money. I think on, on ZK it was like 3 mil-ish, 3.5 mil, something like that. And um, But they had fail safes for surviving and things like they have like auto de-scan these are assumptions from all of the interactions that i've had with them by the way I, I don't know for sure but every time you got near the plex that they were in they would just immediately warp off there's no you could not catch them like if you warped in they'd be gone before you got in there mm -hmm. um and so what i found at first, I think, was that if you were already in the Plex, they weren't de-scanning. Um, so if you sat inside the Plex, they would warp in on you and you could kill them. Um, that, after a dozen or so kills, they corrected that. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped warped, having their bot, um, now their bot was scanning before it went in and uh, if something was outside, so it would just run away. So then I, I found that the next best thing was to wait outside the small plex because bots would prioritize the small plex um, the small complex they'd always go to it first um and probably the closest one but in the toros there was usually only like one small plex at a time so i would just sit outside of that and they would warp in and they were kind of slow body not like they're a little bit faster than like someone on um autopilot but they're still a little slow buddy so you could always catch them when they land right on the plex just kill them boom kill them boom and i killed so many bots i don't even know how many bots i've killed um they never fight back that's another one of the things their names were always like three full you know names and obviously <laughs> randomly generated and, and and i just i started teaching other people like when they'd be like how the fuck are you catching these and i was like this is how you do it and now I think everybody's killing them. And um, I also, rep I, I was, for the first like month, I was reporting every single one of them, but after a month of reporting every single one of the bots and still seeing that the original ones are still there, I was like, okay, we're just gonna kill them then. <laughs> we're just gonna yeah. kill them whenever we can because they're worth 13 points, um, I think in my vengeance, which is nice, we might as well. <laughs> yeah. What are points? Mm. <clears throat> so, on the kill board, there are many numbers you can be obsessed with. <laughs> we, have a, so, we, have a, we have a board on the internet that shows all yeah, the kills. Z kill, Z kill board is this amazing site that some fucking super nerd made a long time ago. And as a web developer myself, kudos, um, that does the stats for all the PvP interactions for every character or being like not not even just character like systems have ratings and ranks and stuff because they're first of all, all systems are 100% dangerous which I'll explain in a second because you can't kill a system but it can kill you <laughs> so um so the way it works is you have de uh destroyed ships that you've destroyed your rank how many ships that you've lost and and um the rank for each each one ships points and isk and then there's efficiency and a bunch of stuff but um points specifically are rewarded for they seem to be like how 
hard the fight is like how much damage you have to do how much like did it fight back like however hard the fight was and you won you get more points um so one of the things that um netted me a ton of points obviously bots but the other thing that i do is i run around in a vengeance which is an assault frigate but it is a frigate and i hunt destroyers and i've i've killed, I've killed a lot of people in their destroyers in my vengeance because most people will be like oh i can take this frigate in my destroyer no no you can't sorry <laughs> you can't you may have and a lot as, of guns but i have a lot yeah, of tank <laughs> i have a lot of fucking tank and i have rockets <laughs> and my rockets hurt um i think my vengeance overheated has almost 300 dps so yeah like, it's like that's... 270 280 it's something it's for a frigate that's stupid um and so uh speaking to that um i think one of my my best kills with my vengeance was when i find when i soloed a kikimura um like that was and it was a consensual affair it wasn't it was not murder <laughs> like it was a battle to the death and i won barely with like five percent hull or something and to explain um, what uh what a kikimura is so a kiki so, is a triclavian yeah. Uh, which precursor is ship. precursor ship, which is like the special design that has just recently been released in the, into the game. It has really, really insanely good tracking, so it, it's really good at killing. And the DPS and, is brutal because it builds. Yeah, it ramps up as it has one gun. Like a void ray. And, and it smashes you. Um, and yeah, it just is really just a nasty, nasty boat. I'm really surprised that you were actually able to, to breathe. Yeah, I was very surprised too. So what happened was I was sitting on a small complex and this guy warps in at like 20 kilometers and um, immediately targets and comes at me. And I was like, oh, I guess we're doing this then. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I'm not, I think I was, I was going to warp away because it was a Kikimura. <laughs> and then he, he, he tackled me and I was like, all right we're doing this <laughs> and so we just i just you know I, I managed to get right up on him you know my brawl it's a brawler that the vengeance is and i got right up on him i got him fully scrammed and webbed and i just started fucking orbiting him and punching him hard in the face with my uh mjolnir rage rockets and um it started to hurt really bad <laughs> so at the time I, I had mostly been activating my assault damage control later in the game like when it was like down to the wire but in this case I think I still had like half armor I was thinking maybe if I can rep more I'll survive longer so I hit the assault damage control earlier on um, and I'm not I mean I'm kind of I kind of think that's why I survived because we were at that point he was ahead and then that sort of like got us both around the same and then we were we were both going down on our our health and hull like at the same time and it was one of those things where you hear boom which is the notification of the kill mail and i, I was i was 100 percent expecting to see my vengeance on that kill mail <laughs> but it was the kikimura and i was like oh my god what just fucking happened <laughs> and so I, I immediately posted it in the chat with you guys and just i was like dude I, and I stopped. I stopped playing for the rest of the day. I was like, I don't need to play anymore today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had that happen to me where um, I should have stopped for the day. I like got the got the kill that I was looking for, and then threw away like oh, half yeah, a and then went back afterwards. Like, yeah, oh, I've God. done that, and I, I've I've learned I've learned not to do that as much. I still do it. Yeah. I also don't fly anything expensive. Like I used to fly. So speaking to sharks earlier, Gwen, Gwen, uh, there was jokes about medals for losing uh, shar uh, sharks, I think, or <laughs> because Gwen lost six legions, I think, in her career when she first started sharking. Now the two legions that I own, I, I, I haven't lost them, and I haven't lost one for months at this point because I don't. I also don't shark as much because we're always out. Um, brawling in Tam on Wednesdays or gate camping um, or I'm just you know soloing uh, in the surrounding systems in, in my vengeance or or a hawk or um, 
you know, whatever I feel like at the time. I, I, I am thinking about precursor ships, but I just haven't gotten around to training for them. Yeah, precursor are a little bit more expensive, but are are fun to to definitely fly around with. Um, I did. I find that the the thing though is that cheap is really the way to go if you're looking to get fights. If you're looking to win yes. all the time, you can kind of try and stack the deck with a lot of isk, and then when you lose, yeah. it, you lose hard. Um, but yeah, but... which I, I I'm still not 100% cool with just yet. I like I like I like that you know so so. One of the one of the things that happened move, after moving out to Notoros was finding out the Notoros news. I remember when we first started um, playing it, like, oh, we could maybe we can get on the news, maybe we can get on the news. I'm like, what is this fucker talking about? Maybe we can get on the news. <laughs> we can't get on the news. You gotta, you gotta be in like a fucking 500 ship battle to get in the news. Five thousand you know, now. Five thousand <laughs> ship battle. Yeah, there's gotta be like 20, 30, 40, 50 titans. You know just going at it if you want to get on the news but he was talking about the Notorious news that I'd never heard about before and I was like oh shit this is a thing uh, and so I think I had I got in a, the, the bots I think the bots were probably the first thing that got me on the news killing the bots and, and, having, and having Mr. Monopoly blacklist all these bots <laughs> like add another one to the blacklist or whatever when i would find because i would discover them in the in the system and be like identify them this is a bot this is a bot this is a bot um and i have many of their corpses i have many of the bots corpses um but uh once i realized the way to get on the news in the toros was to kill in the toros i shifted my killing mostly to Notoros. <laughs> like when we're not when we're not streaming on Wednesdays, I was like, I'm just gonna sit in Notoros and kill people. Um and I I have I just I just started gate camping like a motherfucker man. I was gate camping hard, like solo gate camping, um quote unquote obviously. For obvious reasons, um dual boxing may some people might not consider to be solo. I still consider it to be solo, but <laughs> Um, it's yes, hard I to dual box. It definitely. Um, well, okay. If you, you're not shooting with no, your, just eyes, then you're definitely yeah. still solo. Yeah, and yeah, you're not no, even I'm boosting, not... so you're still solo. no. I'm. I literally just have eyes on the other side of the gate if I'm solo camping, and I solo gate camp. I've solo gate camped a lot. Um, it, it, you got really well tourists. known for that in in Anasis that you. Yeah, <laughs> the Anasis is still do that. It, it's it it's. It's still my main ship for gate camping. It's the best thing ever, man. It's it's fucking dirt cheap. And it it I think if I I think what I'm normally without like if I have the range and everything set up, I, I, I get like six hundred and sixty DPS with that thing. Um and if they get close to me I can switch to like almost a thousand DPS with um my other uh crystals. So Gwen is an Amarian pilot, and she mostly uses lasers. And so the Gnosis has a laser fit, pulse lasers, and just, like, solo gate camping is, is great because I just it, I, I get so much more points from killing them than if we were in, like, a, you know, a full gate camp. Like, it's a full gate camp. It's all about like the one points, point. man. It's, it is! So I, I, I became obsessed. Gwen became obsessed with points. And um, anything that I knew was good points, uh, I would kill because I was like, so that, that's why the Vengeance versus Destroyers was such a great matchup because I was always punching up a ship higher and I was always getting a ton of fucking points for killing these poor bastards that think they can take my Vengeance. Um, and don't get me wrong, I've lost uh, 30 Vengeance, well, yeah, 30 <laughs> Vengeances thus far. I've lost a lot 30 of them Vengeances. Fleet due to due to nice FC they... calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of them weren't fleets, um, but some of them, but some of them were glorious. Like when when I just burned at Mister Chunky in a coercer, and you were like, "You go kill him, kill him," and then I'm burning at him, and I got him targeted and tackled. And you're like, "No, don't kill him. Let's get out of here." And is anybody pointed? I'm like, "Bitch, I'm right next to him." But it's, it's like, I'm fighting this fucker right now, um, and that was close though. I. I I, I, I would say that it was definitely a good fight and Chunky said good fight because I punched him hard in the face a few times before he killed me um, but I've lost a lot of vengeances um, 
but those don't hurt nearly as much as the I think it was really good losing six legions <laughs> because going from losing six legions to so, um, legion losing is... an atron so yeah so uh, just to give like kind of perspective for some people is that um and uh a retribution or uh, a vengeance is what like 50 million you know give or take 40 now uh 40 40 million is it's only the, 40 mil the um legion that you were flying was what like 600 700 million is not quite um i still i still, still had doc fit it non-blingy it was like yeah because it was like three to four hundred million but still i mean that's almost half a billion that's a lot um when you're talking about like sustainable pvp it's it's harder to sustain losing half of almost half a billion every time and losing a skill which i think they got rid of they're getting rid of that it seems like yeah i i I don't know if i agree with that but it because back when i was losing legions constantly yes i'd be like yes please remove that but um now I'm, I'm not losing them so often so like if i had to lose skills i would be like it's okay it was it was you know part of losing that ship but um what was i saying so i <clears throat> points points i'm obsessed with points and, and the I Gnosis got myself, has been giving you really good points right was one of the, the... lots of really good so like when i was getting when i was killing the bots with the vengeance i or the hawk i was getting um you know like 13 points you only get about six points i think when you kill them in a gnosis on the gate but six points is six times more than one so <laughs> <laughs> like that's it it adds up really fucking quick so right now i'm at 2312 points uh destroyed versus 619 lost which puts me at the thing that I'm most obsessed with, 80% dangerous versus 20% snuggly. So the kill board has basically a Care Bear meter, right? <laughs> snuggly is your Care Bear side and dangerous is the other. So like, um, and it goes by, it works on the point scale and I just wanted Gwen to be dangerous and 80% dangerous is, is, I think twice about hunting people that are more than 80% dangerous, <laughs> let's put it that way. As again, the way Intel works, if I'm going to solo somebody, I always check their kill board first. Um, unless it happens, you know, at this, like that Kikimura, no, that just happened. He just like fucking showed up, like I didn't have time. But like, I always check the kill board first, not because, you know, I'm going to like back out because they're really dangerous, but I just want to know how hard it's going to fucking be to kill this person. <laughs> like how much effort do I need to put in, you know, to kill that person. And, um, I think one of the, after I became obsessed with the numbers and I started gate camping and we're still going out every Wednesday, you know, going out to Tama and Kadama and shit like that. Um, I, I, not to bore your listeners too much. I am obsessed with numbers. Um, February of 20, 21 um, was the month before I joined up with Golden Age, Golden Age stories, um, and Frozen Fallout and friends, and and Doc came along with me. I had 11 kills, 21 points, 109 million isk destroyed, um, lost four ships, had lost 14 points, and had um, 38 million isk dist- uh, lost oh that's like a 74 percent 74.1 percent efficiency um in march after i joined up with you my kills jumped from 11 to 107 in that <laughs> month the next month like 10 times as many kills um 206 points so almost 10 times as many points um <laughs> almost a billion 10 times as many isk <laughs> same amount of losses only four ships lost oh really um wow yeah so but i also almost lost because there were still some fucking i think i I lost a um, shark at that point so i almost like 900 billion so my efficiency was only 51 percent. so i actually went down april went up to 135 kills efficiency 47 percent may same 132 kills but the efficiency rose to 69 percent because i went from 245 points to 521 points um, and that was May. And one of the things I want to point out is 8.4 billion destroyed because that was 
during your birthday um, <laughs> uh, charity event where I got to destroy a dreadnought, a dreadnought with y'all because it was one of our dreadnoughts. Um, so I, that's why I had eight billion, uh, 8.4 billion uh, on, on my, my, my um, destroyed for the month. And that was amazing and it was the best thing ever. And I'd never destroyed that much in a month ever before. Um, fast forward to this month, we're about to end. More than double the kills, 292. Uh, almost triple the points, 1300. Almost the same amount of ISK destroyed, 8.15 billion. <laughs> without without a charity giveaway, Dreadnought. Without a charity giveaway. Um, sure, I lost 27 ships and 125 points and um, almost 1 billion ISK. But my efficiency is at 90.2%. Damn. So, um, I killed a lot of motherfuckers this month. Gwen did. I'm sorry. Gwen. I take credit uh, where credit is not due. It's Gwen. Gwen is doing all the killing. Yeah, and, and you've, you've gotten to the point where even, uh, like, and we did put a, a link for Notorious News, uh, in case anybody wants to, which they should probably saw that post in there. We'll also put it in the show notes and stuff. Uh, but you also got called out on Notorious News, where somebody wrote a letter to you, to Notorious News about you. You want to explain so, explain that a little bit? So after the um, uh, Gnosis, excessive Gnosis camping, which happened this month, um, somebody, Gwen uh, became infamous, and somebody started baiting me at the gate. Um, <laughs> trying to get me, trying to kill me. People, people wanted to kill, like, people wanted to come and kill me. So, um, Mr. Monopoly gets a, uh, a, a an email or an in-game mail that basically says, the, I believe the title was, we've killed the unkillable. Yes. Um, which is a really, that's a big one. I was not, <laughs> I wasn't going there. Um, Gwen dies. Gwen died. Maybe not, maybe only a few times a week but I mean she does die <laughs> um, but like it was an honor to be uh, called unkillable and basically the email went through on, uh, their tactics on getting me to, to to kill me and what it what what it was was they had a sigil um, an industrial ship a hauler sat on the gate you know on my side while I was sitting at the Nisawa Peach which is the the nearby um, space station that I can see the gate from and they sat there they went out they came back they sat there again I I had all the intel I just went out this is one of the things that I want to point out because I had all the intel I knew every single person that they were with because I had been watching them with my eyes I had interacted them with them in the, the thing and everything so I know that this sigil is bait at this point I'm like I know that this sigil is bait but I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I said, I could kill this fucker before his friends get here because they're sitting somewhere on the other side of the gate. And I know the other three, I think it was like, no, four. There were four other, he had four other friends in cruisers and he's in sitting in the sigil, at least four. And I go in and he, and as soon as he, ta he tackles me, I'm like, yep, it's bait. And I just start railing on this guy, railing on him. I, he gets his friends start warping and I see them coming and he was low and I was like I got this I got this I got this in the heat of battle I forgot to switch my crystals because he was definitely close enough um, which probably would have given me the few extra seconds um, but literally it was like a few extra seconds after he died after his sigil exploded um, they tackled me with one of the other cruisers and and I feel like it was like two, three seconds that I miscalculated. <laughs> I killed the sigil. I was hoping to warp away, but at that point, I messaged them in um, in chat and you know, like, good catch, <laughs> a nice one. <laughs> um, but I got the sigil. And what was really funny about that exchange, and it was awesome um, getting on the news, and they did kill me. I mean, I know the gate guns did like 80% of the damage, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> they uh, That's what you get for being a murderer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, uh, 
I, after killing the sigil, I, I looked at it and it gave me 21 points for a hauler. <laughs> I was like, what? You know, that, I expected one point, two did, points, maybe. Right. It's not because it can fight back. It's just a rare or there's something. Well, I think I think it was because I did. Oh. I had to do 35,000 damage to kill it. Oh, yeah. Yep. That'll uh, that, that's that it, was a recognized lot of it as bait. It's like this is bait. <laughs> so when I killed it, and and they got they got two points for killing my gnosis because they gangbanged me with five cruisers <laughs> and eighty percent gate guns. But it was it was awesome, and kudos to those guys for getting me. I think um, I may have murdered them a few times afterwards <laughs> in got my vengeance. Or <laughs> got um, vengeance with the vengeance. Yeah, like literally, so one of the dudes was sitting inside of the Holy Terra in Nisawa, and he was Kaldari scum. So um, any Kaldari, any op opposing faction warfare is, if in the system, they can't tether. So I knew he was sitting in there because it's the only um, uh, free port in Nisawa, I believe. And um, I just sat outside in my vengeance for like 20 minutes. I had nothing. I was just, I was working or, or doing whatever, Chaz, nothing better to do. And he comes out in an Algos and I just murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what, it, what, what this is, is that there's player-owned stations. And normally when you, when you get close to a player-owned station and you're allowed to dock in it, it'll throw out this, this like tractor beam that'll like protect you and, and make it so nobody can, can kill you. And it's called a tether. And mm -hmm. what what he ends up what ends up happening is if you're in this like this special war that's going on, if you're in the opposing faction space, which this which this guy was, it won't it'll let you dock, but it won't put the protective force field around you when you're when you're nearby the player owned station. And if you don't know that mechanic, it just blows your mind when all of a sudden when like, someone murders you outside of why am I dying? <laughs> like this is, normally I'm safe here, so. Um, and, and that's happened a lot at the crack house Taurus. <laughs> I've murdered murdered poor people that have like they're like on top of the world because they just did like a 1v1 or a 2v1 in one of the plexes and then they come back and I just happened to be sitting there I think it was this this poor condor do docked up and then came out after like fighting somebody I saw I saw him say good fight to one of the soju guys I think it was Samsung um, which we're allied with. So I was like, oh, you killed one of my buddies. Okay. Uh, and then he comes out and I just murder him with my hawk. The poor condor just, <laughs> just like, he just fucking LOL'd in chat. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and I think one of my favorite ones of uh, instances of murder outside the crack house, which should be a segment, by the way, <laughs> because I like murdering people outside the crack house. And we've murdered people outside Detroit. Speaking of which, we murdered that Sinesis outside Detroit, of Detroit. Detroit, Detroit. And, and the crack house. Very dangerous uh, locations. <laughs> Very dangerous player-owned stations. Um, and so, but the best one, I think, also involves a Kikimura. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my Kiki face again in the chat just uh, for everybody to see it. Okay. Because this is, this is what I look like when I kill Kiki. Um... But uh, Doc was in his ro roke, rock, the 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 long range uh, Kaldari, uh, um, I think it's Kaldari, uh, battleship, and <clears throat> he had been gate camping with me uh, before with it and stuff. But um, as most people know, if you gate camp with Gwen, you better have a fucking fast locker. You're not even gonna sh get to shoot. <laughs> um, but like I, he warped to the crack house, and a Kikimora showed up and tackled him because he was um, outside of tether range, and this Kiki tackles him, and one or two seconds later, I was coming back to Natoras from doing some, you know, I was I was solo cruising in my vengeance trying to find a fight, and I was like, fuck, there's no fights, nobody wants to fight me in a vengeance, whatever, and I I, I warped. As I'm warping back to Natoras, Doc messages me and he says, warp to the crack house. Or warp to me, I'm at the crack house. <clears throat> I was like, okay. And, and, and when I get there, he's fighting a Kikimura. He can't shoot it because it's under his guns. And he's a fucking battleship. 
Um, and literally right after that starts, I just jump on this guy, tackle him, and and just murder his face. He did he did some damage first, but afterwards he was like great fucking fight because he was not expecting a vengeance to appear like two <laughs> seconds after he just randomly attacks this battleship. Because to be clear about Akikimura, if no one was coming to Doc's rescue, he probably would have killed him eventually. <laughs> Right, because the battleship has too big of guns and it can't track like this. this that little close. Um, and yeah, and Ivan Kikimura... is really evil about like yeah, big big battleships. They they have no ability to have point defense. That's not mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a thing in Ivan Line. So big you can you can be stuck. Need, need little dudes to help them out. Yeah, you need and and <clears throat> and that was the first time I think that I'd killed a Kikimura outside of the very first time we did on stream when that poor fucker came through the gate and was like fuck, fuck. <laughs> in, in chat in in the local <laughs> local communications uh you know just screams fuck <laughs> just screams fuck in chat because he just shows up and is probably brand new kikimura and we have this gate camp sitting there waiting for him. And speaking speaking of that, um, I've had I've been uh, well. I think it was, no, I think it was when we were when we were also gate camping at some other point. Somebody typed in the chat, "Am I F?" Yeah, am I F? <laughs> yeah, like, yes, buddy, yeah, you're yeah, F. You're F. <laughs> you're definitely F at this point. <laughs> um, but speaking of gate camping with you guys, um, some of my favorite. My, I, I really like the solo stuff and I like murdering people but um, and, and the numbers obviously I've been through that um, but my favorite times are when we're all sitting on a gate and we catch something we catch the big fish like on like our legion. yeah like wait, wait did we catch a legion? <clears throat> no, yeah. no uh, uh, Tengu. Tengu. Tengu so before the Tengu we caught that phantasm which was you know 300 mil not bad but then we killed this pod. It was half a billion, right? Yep. And I lost. I lost my shit because that was the first time I had killed a half a billion pod. Um, but then, I think it was the last, not the last stream, the stream before that. We caught that Tengu, and there was something very special about that Tengu uh, kill that I think, I think Frozen, you should introduce first, because how, 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 how do you catch a Tengu at a gate camp? It's not possible. They'll just cloak. <laughs> They'll just cloak. So I think uh, there was a mechanic that was introduced into the Gwen patch uh, <laughs> that uh, I think uh, Frozen needs to explain. So so we're sitting there, and it just occurred to me, and I, you know I play a lot of World of Darkness um, games and stuff. So um, you know I was like, well, you get an automatic success if you spend a willpower point, and all you need is one <laughs> success in order to catch them. So I just streamed <laughs> yeah. out. I'm like, spend a willpower point. It was like, FC. I, I go so like it starts like it starts with like sitting there, and I'm like, oh Tengu, oh my god, the Tengu's coming. And then I'm like, you know what? We're not gonna catch that. Merc's like, you know, no, no, we're not gonna catch that. I'm just gonna cloak, whatever. And then and then it it shows up, and fucking Frozen screams, spend a willpower point. And I was like, I'm spending a willpower point. And I pointed the motherfucker. <laughs> I caught him, and I was like, "What? Did I just spend a willpower point?" And then we murdered his face. Like, oh, he just went down. It so was, quick. and then another cloaker came after that, which was a, a cloak hauler. And I was like, "Spend another willpower point." And, and then I said, "I'm gonna spend a rage point because I'm a fucking werewolf." <laughs> <laughs> and we got that fucker, the cloaky hauler. It was a, um, mammoth. Is that the right? No, it was a. Uh, Prowler. Right. Uh, pro- maybe it was a prowler, I think. Hold on, I have my overview here. Um <laughs> oh yeah, it was a prowler. A prowler, yeah. Three hundred and forty five million isk. Um <clears throat> and and we had pre we previously killed a few haulers that night. We had we, we had ship drops that night. Yeah, we had a ship drop, yeah. It was uh <laughs> what was it, Rifters or something? Well I think the um I think it was a, I don't know, something else had dropped a rifter. Um, the Prowler, unfortunately, all of its ships were destroyed, I believe, but it was carrying um, a Vexer. 
It was carrying a Vexer. I think that's it. But still, like, we just, I mean, if you think about it, that was like killing two ships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two for one. Um, so what, one yeah. thing, uh, we're getting starting to get up on the, the closeout here, so I wanted to make sure that we give you some time here to to uh, kind of talk about whatever that you want to talk about, give out shout-outs for any people that you want to shout-out to and talk about any kind of projects that you're working on. And then we might also have a little thing. Uh, are you into Star Trek? Uh, Star Trek. Dude, I have the United Federation of Planets flag right in my face okay. right here. We we have we desk. have some quite you should grab, <laughs> grab. Oh, the box. We've we've got we've got some trivia questions that we might oh, these are really okay. really like he went through with me and I'm like, I know Star Trek. Like I like Star Trek. Yeah, I just know oh, what yeah. oh yeah, TNG, that's my jam. <laughs> I found this oh, board yes. game at half price books and uh, I just opened it today. Yeah, so, and he 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 asked me some of the questions and i i got some of them and some of them i was like what are you really so <laughs> so we'll give you a little bit of time here while we're getting some questions out um yeah. go ahead and, and give a shout out any projects you're working on any shout outs that you first, want to give i i i i could not end this episode without first shouting out to quake 590 um last time we were out we got on like four thrasher kills for him and in an Atron, I managed to catch his pod. Um, and then like five or 10 minutes later, I was like, uh, guys, <laughs> his pod was like 1.4 billion. <laughs> and that's some crazy shit on it. And it was, it's, a, it's literally the top kill on my kill board right now. And it made my day. And Quake was really fucking cool about it. He basically said it, it I had that particular pod for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he loves us and we love him and we'll be back out to fight him some more but Strength in Gaming is um, my main show and you can find us at strengthingaming.com you can find us at Strength in Gaming on Twitch you can find me at strength underscore in underscore Samson on Twitch where Gwen is almost always streamed killing people I, I still feel like I suck at this game um, Gwen is pretty decent um killed a lot of stuff uh i want to murder more people and uh i want to get my numbers up because 80 percent dangerous is, are is rookie numbers that's rookie numbers <laughs> that's rookie numbers um <laughs> awesome awesome well thank you so much for coming on let's uh let's do a little bit of trivia here uh, did you find a, a good question yet well i, I don't want to read the questions beforehand uh I want them to be random. What do you uh, What do you mean? Okay. Oh, you're yeah. So you haven't picked the question yet. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, uh, what's What's the back? Like show 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 everybody what the we'll, back. We'll let him choose which card. Uh, Picard as a Romulan or uh, Picard during what, what was that episode called? Uh, oh, the uh, episode. Yeah, where he becomes a whole different person for for a while and has a family and a life and plays the that one. Yes, that one. All right, I remember uh, the flute. The flute was my favorite thing. Let's do uh, two of the multiple choice questions and then two of the the other kind. Uh, All right. Let's see. What is transporter code 14? A, a command to hold the beaming subject in stasis. B, a transporter diagnostic sequence. Or C, a code to destroy the object in the beam. Can you read the answers again really quick? Uh, what is transporter code 14? A, a command to hold the beaming subject in stasis. B, a transporter diagnostic sequence. Or C, a code to destroy the object in the beam. Uh, a. <clears throat> All right, Josh, uh, or Frozen Fallout, what do you think? Um, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with B, and it looks like chat, uh, Warlock is gonna go with A. Jeez. Oh, well, according to the card, you are all wrong. It is a code to destroy the object in the beam. Uh, <laughs> when, when, are they, when are they? When are the huge trekkie? I... <laughs> See, these are tough, man. Yeah, it is that. That is very specific. <laughs> all right, uh, let's let's go. I'll just read off the four that don't have multiple choice because they'll actually go faster. All right, who was the captain of the USS Hood? Oh. 
Oh, who was the captain of the USS Hood? I um. There's a lot of trivia cards on here. This that's a tough one. Years. That's a tough one, but I. Because it's right ah, at the beginning anybody? of Best of Both Worlds. Um, ad, was it? It says captain. Yes. So then it wasn't the admiral. Or then. It says who is the captain of the USS. Hood. Yeah, that's different because that's the captain is uh, the hood. You, you we see the hood during Best of Both Worlds at the beginning of it, but then I think there's some other things. But because it's an admiral, we meet at at that. So. I, can, yeah, I, can't, I even, can't even guess. All right, it is Robert I... DeSoto. Robert DeSoto. Yeah. I would kind of sounds familiar. Any of these questions. Uh, now, some, some of these are uh, related. So, on what ship did Commander Riker serve before the USS Enterprise? Oh. Fuck. That one that... sucks because I feel like I know it. I should know that. It's at the uh, Farpoint, uh, Farpoint Station that they... I'll give you a hint. Uh, as I said just before reading the question, it's these the questions USS are Hood. Yeah, that's the, right. The USS Hood. <laughs> yeah, Stargazer was, uh, was the was Warlock. The only, the only name that could come to my mind was Defiant, but that's uh, uh, Deep Space Nine. That is Deep Space Nine's. Um, so yeah, let's let's do one more. Uh, yeah, sure. T Tam Elbrun was from what planet? Tam Elbrun? Yeah. What? Chat? Tam Elbrun? Yeah, can I get a fucking <laughs> lifeline? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> can I call a friend? <laughs> uh, well, it's Beta Z. We'll just go with that. And then uh, the last question on this card. What human female did Sovak the Ferengi desire? Jesus Christ, well, man! I can't, I can't answer any of these questions. They're all like all of these questions. Like uh, the answer is Bash. Bash. Oh yeah, Bash. I know. I, yep. I, yeah. I shouldn't known that one. That was a knowable-ish one. It's pretty popular. And those are hard. Those like, are seriously hard. hard questions. I have to watch this series all over again and prepare for this. Yeah, thing. so I think what we're going to do at some point for us, uh, the Age of Stories is we should get every... we. There's a whole thing with this. There's like... There's... there's right. It's like Battleship, but you have to go out it's and find um, planets and scan them. And there's like anomalies and stuff like that. And answering questions uh, prevents the bad stuff from kind of happening. And somebody played Starfleet Command, who is like the one that reads the questions and everything. So we might have to make a whole thing about this at some point. Yeah, dude, um, that would be an awesome stream. <laughs> make it so number one. Uh, but I think that we might incorporate this into the the end of our show. Yeah, why if, not? If people uh, if people want to give a shot. Um, but I think we might need to find some like quote unquote easy questions. Yeah, the able... next time I'm on, I feel like that I need I need I'm gonna watch all of TNG again <laughs> before I come back on the show. <laughs> all Jesus. right, we're gonna be ready for the age of stories. Yes. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on to the show here, um, telling us the story of Gwenevic and how she became the guardian of Notorious. Um, how you became quite notorious. And not a spy. <laughs> the guardian of notorious. Notorious. Um, and if I can find my thing here. Um, so yeah, definitely go check out strengthandgaming.com for more information on uh, the Strength and Gaming podcast um, that is run by Samson here. Uh, Twitch.tv slash strengthinsamson. Uh, so strength underscore in underscore Samson uh, for Twitch. You can go ahead and check him out um, so you can see Gwen um, doing the Space Piracy every Wednesday, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Central Time. That's 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific Time. Um, we and pillage the Metal Sea. We, we pillage the Metal Sea. We have uh, also a really cool uh, music video slash recruitment video from... Uh, with uh, Lords of the Trident, the Metal Sea um, was created awesome. by Gwen. He um, 
he created a nice little music video for that. Um, it's uh, really awesome. We might in include that as well. Um, you can come out and pillage with us as well on Wednesdays. Um, yeah. Definitely. Anybody's welcome. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to even join. No, you don't you, want yeah, to. Like... Just, you know, just come out and pillage with us. And if you if you don't even play, just come and watch. Uh, yeah, just watch. Dude, Pryor. Okay, shout out to Pryor. Pryor Raider 69. Uh, my number one fan on Strength and, Strength and Samson. Um, he literally comes out in like a frigate or a Corvette and he cheers us on. Like literally, like after we kill somebody, he just, he's in on comms saying, blood or die. Like literally, like he is our in-game bard. Yes. Like, yes. He's just, he's just like, he's buffing us while we're playing. It's very helpful. Very, very helpful. And uh, definitely check out our new website, theageofstories.com. And uh, Moto, if you want to... Yeah, uh, and don't forget to tune in to our Mage the Ascension game, Technogate, on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time on Twitch at twitch.tv slash goldenagestories. And remember, that's Goldan spelled G-U-L-D-A-N. And uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Thank you all. Good night, you motherfucking nerds. <laughs>